0: I don't know how, but I somehow formed a zit directly on my weenus of my elbow where there's that extra skin layer. And I formed a zit right here on my weenus. Every time I put my elbow down on an armrest or something, it would sting, hurt, just like touching a zit. And oh my God, like I don't know exactly when over the past three days it went away, but it just suddenly went away. And like wow, I will never take that for granted ever again. Uh, I now wash my weenus every night.
1: That's a nightly or, ritual or,
0: or my weenuses every night because I we,
1: ween eye, the ween eye. Uh,
0: Some some consider that the plural form of it, but but me, it's a largely to be expert. Uh, I know that's not correct. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of What the Fuck. Wow, Whoa. so, okay, uh, the Kirk Cousins shit has really gotten to Everett's head. What is what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Waterboy Podcast. Today is episode number 64. Uh, that's that's right. a stack of shit in Minecraft. Uh, that's how I associate the number 64. Uh, yeah, you got a lot of us. And apparently we have um, Everett Cousins.
1: Kirk little Kirk Lil' Kirko. Little, little, sure. little. little F.
0: Kirko in the building. Little. Uh, we got a big episode for you guys. Big time breakdown on college football. We're gonna be live or not live reacting, but reacting to the college football. I thought you were gonna. Things. I'm not gonna
1: lie. I thought you were gonna say we're going live, like we were about to go on TikTok live, and I'm like, I am not prepared for that. No,
0: no, that is not uh, not on the uh, agenda. Well, let us today. know if you
1: want us to do that. We can do that.
0: I mean, we we could go live. We maybe. could do guys, that. Maybe you guys want to watch. I don't know. Maybe the UCF two-lane football game with me over the weekend. And I'll maybe you can one.
1: live live watch our game.
0: That's what I'm saying. Live yeah, that's watch. Okay. Live, live show. Low key.
1: Why don't why don't you do that?
0: All right. I guess I'm guess there's a live show this weekend. <laughs> All right. But, uh 3 30 Eastern time. Uh get on get on TikTok. Cause I will be live and live breaking down the the UCF two lane game, game of the week. But okay, we're gonna be reacting to college football playoff selection show rankings that just came out. We're recording this on Tuesday, November 8th. Uh, so yeah, a little bit in advance, but we're going to be reacting to the rankings. Uh, I'm, I'm going to quickly go over some some exciting games that, uh, that interest me this week. And then, uh, Everett, we're going to wrap up college football, you know, going over that Tulane-UCF game. And then, of course, we got our picks where uh,
1: your boy did pretty, pretty fucking
0: fun. good last week.
1: It's, Might uh, be the uh, we got
0: a we got a better better on this show we got a better picker, that's all right, that's all right. Uh, I'll save all the brags for the NFL segment. But all right, Everett, college football. Uh, we got a little Kirko in the building over there, Everett. Um, shout out to you. Uh, you have not seen the rankings. You have stayed off of Twitter for uh, how many hours now? Four, four hours. The rankings came out four. I'm hours not gonna lie,
1: it's ago, so. I've been going through with some withdrawals, man uh it's been 4 hours my ADHD is is through the fucking roof right now sounds like it I, I i open my phone uh and the first thing i do basically every time i open my phone is go on to twitter um i had a 30 minute walk back from campus to my house where a i was alone walk. that's a lot More of like twitter 15 time. minutes it's a lot of twitter time and i had to sit there I tried opening it once and then I had to immediately close it as I realized that I should not be opening it. It's been a struggle. It's been a struggle, but uh, it's been four hours and now we're here. I've been waiting for this moment today.
0: Yeah. But thank you, Everett. Uh, you're, we're going to get your live reaction right now. So Everett, uh, like, like last week, just going to roll through all the picks. I'm going to say the numbers this time. So it really sinks in where all these teams are. So one Georgia two Ohio state three, Michigan, 4, te- TCU, 5, Tennessee, 6, Oregon, 7, LSU, 8, Al- USC, 9, Alabama, 10, Clemson, 11, Ole Miss, 12, UCLA, 13, Utah, 14, Penn State, 15, North Carolina, 16, NC State, 17, Tulane, 18, Texas, 19, Kansas State, 20, Notre Dame, 21 Illinois 22 UCF 23 Florida State 24 Kentucky 25 Washington Everett. Let's start before we, we get to the part where I know you're fired up Everett this this one through four maybe we could extend it out to, to the one through eight one through nine maybe even one through ten uh Georgia Ohio State Michigan one through three no 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 surprise there no big surprise yeah no that wasn't uh, we, very surprising we we covered the last episode how it literally makes no sense that michigan could jump ohio state so i'm not going to go over that again uh but ever what are your thoughts on four tcu five tennessee six oregon seven lsu did the committee get this right did they get it so wrong? so
1: here's here's the deal um one through three i think is like you said, I think that they are solidified. They, they they make sense being where they are right now. And I think that anywhere besides where they are wouldn't really add up. Yeah, there, um, there are
0: four undefeated teams.
1: The thing that so. sucks is if – let's just say that this continues to be the way it is. Let's say that Texas doesn't beat TCU this week, so one through four remains the same until Thanksgiving weekend. I know for a fact when Ohio State and Michigan plays, whichever team loses there, is, they're not just going to switch from two and three and three and two. They're going to drop out of the playoffs most likely or to yeah, the yeah, end dude, of the playoffs, which is dumb. Uh-uh. Um, but look, looking at four, four, five, and six, I understand TCU, I agree with that. Five and six is where we get iffy, and this is where I think recency bias comes into play. I know that – actually, no, I can't say that because if recency bias came into play, Oregon should be above Tennessee. and I think that Oregon should be above Tennessee based off of what we've seen Oregon do of late and what we saw happen Tennessee last week when they played Georgia. Um, I, I You can't be a number one team in college football and lay an egg the way that Tennessee did versus Georgia. It's not it's – well, you shouldn't be doing that.
0: Now – Everett, I, I 100% agree with you in the fact that Georgia dominated that game. And I know the final score, pretty sure final score was 27-13 Georgia, but that game was not as close as uh, the scoreboard suggested. However, Everett, for a lot of these voters, the scoreboard's the only thing that matters. So for a lot of those, a lot of these voters and shit, like they're they're just sitting there like, well so here's here's Jordan, the deal tennessee only lost by two scores literally on the road at georgia when Here, oregon here's the deal lost here's the deal yeah. or, or... oregon oregon neutral did, site game
1: quote, oregon quote. did lose 49 to 3 um and obviously tennessee got 13 points off of that but but really like they should have only had maybe no, no like I six. agree with you. It really, um, the, it wasn't the, the thing, the thing that I'm going to state not. though, and I'm giving this, I, I, I favor Oregon between the two and I'm not saying Tennessee is bad by any means. I still think that they should sneak in in the playoffs. Um, but actually, I don't know if they'll sneak in the playoffs. algie is pretty good, but, um, the first game of the season for Oregon, they're having a new head coach, a new quarterback. They've lost players. They're just, teams getting teams adjusting. It's at a neutral site. It's versus the college football champion from last no, year. No,
0: I'm with you. that, that I, one, I think one, that one that
1: that is thrown out the window. I think that there. you kind of you can't you can't compare those two games between Tennessee and Georgia and Oregon and Georgia. I don't think that that's a fair comparison. So I think when you're ranking pl- like teams, if you want if you want to rank them that way, look at what Oregon's done of late and look what Tennessee has done of late. It's re- it should be recency bias in Tennessee. Last week did not look good. Oregon, Oregon last week, Oregon over the last couple of weeks. Bo Nix has looked like a Heisman front runner over the last couple of weeks.
0: So, like, my first thought, like I expected, I thought there was a chance that Tennessee could be at four and TCU five. In my personal rankings, I actually have their top seven, except I have Tennessee at four, TCU at five. And the reason I thought that's kind of what the committee might do is because Tennessee was the number one team last week.
1: Yeah. Okay. That, I can see that.
0: That to me, having Tennessee be number one told me a lot about what the committee thought of Tennessee. Now I, a lot of people could might be saying like, well, maybe uh, like I, I get the point. Tennessee's one, but maybe they just like really had TCU over Tennessee because now their win against Alabama doesn't look as. Good. I'm
1: also looking at this right I'm now. I'm not accepting that because I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at this
0: team in the country. So the this committee is what, still thinks very highly of them.
1: I'm curious if TCU loses this week. If TCU loses this week and they go nine and one, if if, if, TCU if
0: loses, if, I believe if they fall they out of the playoffs, to, I believe they will go to like the the twelve seed.
1: So here's my thing because I I personally think if that they TCU's, lose, they out. I personally think the playoffs, that TCU is going to lose. So I'm curious here if, if we're going to get Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and then we're also going to get potentially LSU and USC, maybe getting two Pac-12 teams in there.
0: Well, well, now, now that uh, – bu- okay, actually, yeah, before, before we react to the, the two. And, and,
1: games, and also what I'm, what I'm looking at too is, is between Oregon and USC, I think one of those two teams, I think that those are, are going to be the two teams that are going to make the Pac-12 championship game. That's my opinion, and I think whichever one of those two teams wins are going to playoffs this year.
0: Now, this is the thing, Everett. Uh, I I want to say that USC and Oregon are going to both be, or UCLA, whoever it is. I want to say they're they're going to be. Do they
1: play? Do they play before then? I can't Who? remember the schedule. Do they play one more time before then? Who? Not one more time. Do do Oregon and USC play before? The, a potential championship matchup.
0: No, 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 no. Uh USC they got they have to end the year. Well, this week they're playing like Colorado, but they end the year with UCLA at the Rose Bowl and then yep. Notre Dame at home. And Notre Dame is a way different team than they were week 1. But Ohio State, well, to, to the public eye gets no credit, but to the committee's eyes, I I think now that Notre Dame just beat Clemson like that, Ohio State gets a little more. No, but
1: back. but look, I'll I'll give it to USC. Yes, those games are are tough outside of Colorado. But if they get through, right? If Oregon all they really, has
0: Utah also. All they really they have, have to do, by the way, out.
1: all all they really have to do, all UC, USC really has to do is beat Colorado, and if they beat UCLA, their ticket is punched. It doesn't matter what UCLA does because they have the same win loss. USC would have Wait a tie. Say, break. say
0: that it, no, no, yeah, like they're going to the Pac-12, but like if they want to make the playoff, they got to beat Notre Dame.
1: I I think I still think that whatever team wins the Pac-12 is going to go to the playoffs at least as a 16.
0: Why do you say that?
1: Because of how competitive it has been this year in the Pac-12. There have been four. Well, we there think have been
0: that, but
1: we think that obviously, but it's a little bit different. Just it's just because there are, there are currently four teams that are vying for a spot right now. Utah was a consensus favorite before they obviously kind of shit they're the bed. Out. They're out, uh, but doesn't mean they're not a bad team. Doesn't mean they're not a good team. No, it's I
0: hard. know, but but according um, to most people in the media, I, I mean, they're, they're not making this, the they
1: they they aren't making the lost Utah they, means they suck ass. They're also they're also not making they they are not making okay. I take it. I walk it back. Depending on what teams make the Pac-12 Compass Championship, they will go to the, the playoffs. So th-
0: okay, the, the, this is what I think is going to happen, Everett. Uh, so unfortunately, LSU will most likely be taken on Georgia in the SEC Championship game. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I think Arkansas they still both plus make three it this weekend. I'm not a betting man, but I would be taking Arkansas plus three this weekend. Uh, I'm just going to assume LSU wins out, and Georgia wins out. They play an SC championship game. Georgia's, Georgia's going to win that game. If LSU wins that game, this is the greatest story in college football. Brian Kelly actually turns the shit around, okay? So I'm just going to assume that the greatest story in college football won't happen this year, and I'm just going to assume Georgia wins, okay? Georgia's the one seed. The winner of Ohio State-Michigan, they'll be the two seed.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: So now we got three and four up for grabs. And the, this is what I'm thinking. Okay, I think I'm, four, I'm playing out scenarios ahead. I see TCU think... loses to Texas next week, and they don't win the Big 12 championship. They they lose in the Big 12 championship game to whoever they play.
1: I like K yeah. State. like K State.
0: Yeah. Uh. Whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna assume that whoever wins the Big 12 will have two losses at best. They're out. Okay. Big 12 out. We still got three, four. So this last spot, Oregon, USC, UCLA. I mean, I just explained how it could be really tough getting a two-loss champion. But let's say Oregon and USC are both uh, one-loss okay, teams. One-loss teams. Uh, Either or, Pac-12 championship for this scenario. Let's do Oregon first. Okay, if it's if it's Oregon who beats USC, they're twelve and one. It would be Georgia one, Ohio State two. And then the three and four spots would be between a twelve and one Pac-12 champ, Oregon, eleven and one Michigan or Ohio State, and then eleven and one Tennessee. It'd be between those This is what
1: this is what I think. And
0: now I I am under the impression that Oregon should be in the Pac-12 champion should be in in that scenario. However, Everett, the committee has shown us in the past few years that that is not what they believe. And I really wouldn't be shocked if Tennessee gets that four spot, if this all plays out, or the loser of Ohio State and Michigan, depending on how that goes. I becomes. think no matter Let me let what? me go on record saying this. If if Ohio State loses to Michigan in Columbus, or actually no, if Ohio State barely beats Michigan in Columbus, Michigan's in the fucking playoff. If Ohio State loses that game at home, they're out.
1: I think if, if, I think no matter what, the loser of Ohio State Michigan is going to be the four seed.
0: I, I, I'd like to think that too, Everett. I just, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking at the layout.
1: I am looking at the layout of this. And yes, it does depend. Obviously, if a team gets skunked, it's going to be a little bit of a different situation, but I'm assuming it's not, I'm, that's not going to happen. I'm presuming that it's going to be a good game. Looking at the layout of of the top six teams, so the playoff, right? Mm. There are outside of let's say Georgia wins out, then you have Ohio State or Michigan, whichever one wins that game at two, right? Looking yeah, at yeah. the rest of these teams, they are all going to be one loss teams, unless TCU manages to win out, right? So all of them are going to be one loss teams, and if you look at all that, and you look at quality of opponents, you look at quality of matchups, et cetera. I'm putting Michigan there, because
0: well, this is another thing. When when we get to that last step, like, you'll see it on the final selection show. They'll they'll list the the criteria that the committee looks after, and on the committee they say out of conference scheduling. That's like the last thing, but they got like head to head matchups out of conference scheduling, like. Fair, how you fare against common opponents, and then conference champion. Are you a conference champion or not? But another like hidden resume agenda that they don't actually mention, but it is there, is, how good was your loss, which is the stupidest fucking argument in all of college football selections. Everett. Tennessee will get the nod over Oregon because their loss to Georgia was better. Okay, and it's stupid. It's fucking dumb. It makes no sense because the Tennessee in Tennessee that played in Week Ten is much better than Oregon that played now. Week now what? What Greenfield
1: if? So what far. if? What if we're going off of that? Let's say USC wins out the rest of the season. They end up going what eleven to one. Now this would they the make thing, it if, in over if, both if, of them?
0: If USC is twelve and one end of the 12-1. year, the committee we'll probably put them in because usc creates money and that's a big name like that's the that's the big difference here ever that I, I guess i forgot to really highlight like tcu if tcu was texas right now shit i, I they might be like the three seed or the two t i i don't know
1: like i don't It'd probably be three at least like i, I, I don't I mean, I could see him putting Texas at one. If, if Texas was undefeated right now, if Texas was nine and Texas would probably be the one seed. Well, not
0: Texas with a Bama. I'm talking TCU schedule. Just labeled Texas, but you got to keep in mind that their schedule and shit. People. No, Texas no, no. no.
1: I I know, but I'm saying I'm saying if you were taking TCU's current schedule, labeling TCU as Texas, giving them the same record and everything, I'm I'm going to say the committee is putting them at one instead of four. Well,
0: I, I'm not sure about what, SEC champ is. It's Texas, it,
1: but,
0: but it's it's SEC. Like Big Twelve gets zero cut right. Like I yes I, no no big brand one hundred percent, but not over Georgia right now. Not over the SC. But yeah, I mean these are fun fun little snares to play out. I think we've kind of been going on this top six for a while. But uh okay, ever I want to talk uh a little bit about Tulane being ranked at seventeenth, UCF being ranked at twenty two. You have any any thoughts on that? You uh I I could re- I could remind you of the teams ahead of you. And I could also tell you the team that you're ahead of.
1: I know we're ahead of NC State. I've got it pulled up right now.
0: No, no, you're behind NC State, but you're ahead That's of That's
1: what I meant. We and are ahead you're ahead of, Texas. of
0: Kansas State. You're finally ahead finally of Finally got that. that.
1: So <laughs> look, here's here's the deal. I, I I'm I, I we're around where I expected us to be. I I know that G five teams are not really. That supported by the the committee. So being at seventeen, being ahead of Texas, being ahead of K State, I would say that they they Tulane is in favor. We are in favor of the committee right now. Um, and I think it's good, especially because they put Kansas State nineteen. Like
0: that's amazing for Tulane after Kansas State yes. loss, and they're still top twenty.
1: Yes, I agree. I agree with that. Um, they love Kansas State effort. Look, I, I think. I'm also not surprised that you see, obviously like there's so many ranked teams that lost last week too. I'm not surprised that any of any team rose. Like, I guess we 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 went up by two UCF went up by three. Um, and I think also the fact of the matter is that they weren't going to really do much. They wanted us to be close together in rankings just because of the nature of this matchup that we have this weekend, Um and and with that, I
0: hundred percent believe the committee looked at the schedule next week and threw some. I I I am curious.
1: I am curious that um when UCF does lose to us, will he drop out of the top twenty-five? I'm not sure. I I'm I'm curious. I would assume.
0: I would assume so. Yes, because right, like at least at this time in the playoff, for like those last four slots, they're just throwing in. Teamed just so there's an extra ranked matchup the following week. Like literally yeah. it's just for TV money. Like yeah, those last I- I five spots that. do not matter at all. What they think it's literally just are you playing in somewhat of a big game next week? Then we'll just rank you 24th. It's stupid. But like I can see that. Like I mean but also, to be fair, like normally, normally right there now. are, the are
1: nor- normally there are two AAC teams ranked at the end of the year, and normally those two teams, even if they are like literally twenty four and twenty five, those are the two teams going. No, to the no, no, yeah,
0: no, no. End of the year, we're, we're going to revisit. I, I expect the AAC championship game to be a ranked matchup.
1: Yes. Um. Yeah. So here's here's the deal with with UCF. Um. They are a good team. Okay, I like. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna joke around about it. I am not going to say that they're they're ass. I'm not going to say that. Are we doing are
0: we going into the UCF Tulane preview right now?
1: Right now. Okay. Right okay. here. Right. Um, I'm not going to say that it's going to be an easy matchup because that would be lying. This is going to be our toughest matchup of the year. This is going to be the most important matchup of our year. But with that. We are prepared. We are ready. We are going 1-0 and every week. And this is the most disrespected we have ever fucking been this season regarding any matchup, regarding any week, regarding any circumstances. People single-handedly not only have said that UCF is going to beat us marginally, not only stated that UCF is favored at home, or not at home, at Tulane in New Orleans, they are favored over us, according to ESPN's like game tracker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. College game day disregarded us, saying that it, we our matchup doesn't matter. Tulane's not good enough, doesn't deserve it. I've got people still talking out here that since he's going go to go to the Cotton Bowl, since he's going to win the championship, UCF's going to win the championship, Tulane's mid, Tulane's not great. Look at who they've played so far. We're about to show the world why the fuck college game day should have come here. We're about to run UCF's ass out of town. They're gonna lose.
0: It, it really sounds like you prepared that one. That was really dramatic. I shout out, shout out to you. That was really well delivered, Everett.
1: Uh, UCF. But- so, so, so here's here's the. Here's the- <laughs> UCF, look, UCF's defense has not been playing that well. Sound like I,
0: you were you were running like a hype video uh, for the preview. Like,
1: put me on, put me on. Um, no, UCF's defense definitely has not been playing well. They they, they got a couple of injuries this past week as well. So we'll see how they're, they 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 manage to play around that. See if they manage to fix the the holes that they've been able we've been seeing over the last couple of weeks. And last week when they played. Memphis, obviously Memphis started storming back kind of the same way they did versus us. So uh, it's just interesting to see how their defense kind of adapts to what we saw from them last week. With that also said, their offense, uh, they've been running the ball a lot more. And I don't know if their starting quarterback Plumley, I don't know if he's going to be back because he got knocked out of the game two weeks ago, didn't play at all last week, minus like one snap. Their second string quarterback managed to play Decent enough last week. Um, so we'll see. But they've been running the ball a lot. They've got one receiver that I think is 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 pretty good. Um, it's gonna be an interesting matchup. And obviously, I mean, Tulane, we've got the best defense in in the American uh to this point in the year. And our offense, we dropped three hundred and seventy five rushing yards on Tulsa last week. So um we're moving.
0: How many rushing yards?
1: I believe it. It was it was like three forty five, three fifty, somewhere in that range.
0: My God. Uh, that sounds like a little bit of a lopsided affair, in my opinion. Uh, so uh, ever I got some fun, quick little numbers for this game. Uh, I'm I'm gonna try to go through these pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, just some things that that I I was just looking at your guys' team averages, passing yards, rushing yards given up, uh, or on or defense per game. Okay offense and defense looking at both sides just kind of comparing seeing you know which sub departments that you guys are dominant in and so first i'm i was looking at ucf and first thing i noticed i was just very impressed how many total yards just in general they put up so they average 501 yards a game 261 passing 240 rushing uh for two lanes defense though two lane only allows 307 yards a game which is fucking absurdly <laughs> low they only allow 180 passing yards a game which is fucking ridiculous for week 11 of a season right now to still be under 200 passing yards a game and uh, 127 rushing yards a game i would i would guess that's pretty average keep, or whatever keep keep in mind though play. we
1: played we played against deuce fawn this year already. No, if I know. No, no, no. Against one top thing I want
0: one thing I wanted to say, like at least in the early games, something we were talking about is you guys played a bunch of like triple option offenses, where they like only ran, and so yes, that would skew the passing yard numbers down and the run yard numbers up. If anything, the takeaway is that the fact that the rushing yards is only 127
1: is impressive. Despite
0: playing, that's I would say that's more impressive. Than the 180 passing yards, because that that can't that number could be a little skewed from those, the thing. Those, the thing also
1: games. is like ECU, uh, we played ECU, UCF has lost ECU, by the way. ECU Memphis, like they started off their games running the ball, like predominantly running the ball. And a lot of those quarterbacks that we play in the AAC are very mobile quarterbacks. They don't really stand in the pocket and just pure throw. Like they run. And does
0: UCF have a, a runner and a track star?
1: Uh yes. Okay. Both uh, of them are runners and track stars.
0: So, this is one thing. Uh, this actually ties to my point better now, now that we kind of broke that down. It's kind of more impression on the rushing game numbers. So, UCF, they average 260 passing yards a game. I mean, as an Ohio State guy, I'm not impressed by anything when it comes to passing unless they're wearing scarlet and gray. But the 240 rushing yards a game, okay, that stuck out to me a lot. And I thought, like, oh, just based on those numbers, Tulane's much better against the pass and run. Fuck all! Fuck everything you know. Those first three games really skewed these numbers. I would say, help me through this. Shut down that UCF run. Game's done.
1: I I, I think that I think that that is a very um
0: like a basic defensive a basic defensive.
1: And I I know that UCF <laughs> the UCF is going to look predominantly at the the way we played against K State to see how we play against the run because we were the mm-hmm. one of the, I think we were the first team to have Deuce Vaughn be under a hundred yards in like years, like over a year. So I think that th- that's oh, yeah. going no, really to be, bro. that's going to be a predominant film to look at. And it's going to be, see how we adapt to, to being able to play around that. Um, yeah, no, I, I actually like that
0: point a lot. Like, I, I, I would, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what, what tape you can find of UC. I mean, there is no team uh, that plays similar to Tulane. There's only one Tulane. So I'm, I'm not sure if you could find any opponents that UCF played that are similar to you guys. Uh, but just, yeah, just based on that department, Tulane defense versus UCF offense, th- their running numbers really stick out to me. And when I look at their past couple of games, they, they have been able to run the ball relatively well. Uh, but first, okay, I, I just want to talk about their two losses this year real quick, Everett. When yeah. UCF lost to East Carolina, they were held to 130 rushing yards on 32 carries. So 4.1 yards a carry. And I said held there, 130 rushing yards, so good. But for a team that averages 240, it isn't. So it, uh, also in that game, uh, oh shit, I need to talk about this. Two Tulane, uh, your guys' offense, we really haven't been talking about this guy at, at all, and I want you to talk about this guy for a little bit. Uh, your guy's running back, uh, Ty J. Spears. He he is the superstar of the offense. Like, I'm I I'm gonna be honest, just based on what I'm seeing, he is the star of the offense. Tell me if I'm wrong.
1: He's my boy. Well, it's, yeah.
0: sincere. It, it's sincere. It's <laughs> sincere. The center. I mean, most important player on the field. He touches the fucking ball every play. So it is sincere. But I mean, this Spears. This fucker's
1: the guy. Taj Taj yeah. is
0: he is, and I'm kind of surprised you haven't brought him up once in this podcast.
1: But go on. I like I like keeping keeping him, keep him on, on on the DL. Um, no, he is our secret. He he is our sauce. He's our secret weapon. He is he is my my guy. Um, he's a he's a, a phenomenal player, and and I mean this might be his last season with us because of how well he's been playing. Well,
0: based on what uh I'm looking at, yeah, he's going to the NFL it So, I, <laughs> um, I hope you guys get your last months
1: in together. No, it, it is his last season with us, but um i um, yeah, we'll see. Um He gone? He, gone. Gone to he going to the league. Afia, he gone. Uh, All right. No, but, yeah. It's 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 just amazing how dynamic Taja is as a player. He can break basically any tackle. He can make basically any cut. He can go ups, up uphill. He can go downhill. He can run forward with twenty. So Ladanian Tomlinson. Tomlinson. I so mean, this he, is
0: a big comp for you to compare him to, but Ta- mean, Ta- Lillian, Tajay Tajay's comp
1: Tajay's comp is Ladanian Tomlinson. He's La-Dainian an amazing player. Yeah.
0: So uh, yeah, I, I the the running game, the, that's something that really stuck out to me. Uh, but yeah, real quick, Tulane uh 240 yards passing 180 rushing but also keep in mind those numbers are a little deflated because against your first three opponents they're milking clock and burning clock so didn't have as many possessions so i just gave you guys an excuse as to why it should be (laughs) 520 yards a game uh ucf their defense they allow 360 game giving up 240 passing which is a lot that caught my eye and 120 rushing which Again, average everyone's one average of their on the one of their
1: safeties, by the way. The I don't passing
0: know. though, Everett. Uh, yeah. I, I think there's a big hole here. And when UCF lost to East Carolina, who Tulane easily beat, by the way, when UCF lost to East Carolina, East Carolina's quarterback, uh, Holton Allers, I think I yep. pronounced that right.
1: Allers, yep,
0: he went 30 for 36 with 311 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Everett. Now, I'm not going to make this claim. This is your claim. But this, this is about to be Pratt's best game of his year. This is about to be his best game My, of his year.
1: Michael, Michael. I didn't say I it. A... You, said,
0: you said that take. but
1: <laughs> My, Michael's going be to be able to put on a show, I think. The, 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 something important to note, and obviously I'm not in the film room. I'm not looking at what they're watching. Uh, and even if I was, I wouldn't be saying shit right now on this podcast. Um, Just have to say that. But um, there the the safety for UCF. I don't know if he's a starting safety or what, but he does get playing time. Uh, tore ACL last week, so their secondary is also down some depth. Um, an already weak secondaries. even but, depleted. But average. all I'm going to say is uh, Pratt Mike mike coordinator right now. Mike Mike's got he's got Shea, he's Jay got Quan he's right, got right got now. Quan. Be
0: Eden, they better be
1: getting and ready. on top of both of them. He's what? got he's got Deuce motherfucking Watts. Randy Moss incarnate.
0: I I'm gonna be honest, Everett, just on paper, this should be your best passing performance of the season. Now, maybe you guys get a big lead early and you don't need to throw, but fuck it. If you guys are up 14, you guys should still throw. Look, because my fuck my UCM. my and you guys kind of need to get you guys kind of need to start. I mean, I'm not even gonna say what I'm about to
1: say, but we we came out of a bye week last week. If you're gonna make any comment on the Tulsa game, so um, you did have
0: a bye week. You guys have a fucking bye. Bu- okay.
1: We had a bye week. How week are you guys only
0: month. minus two?
1: We had a bye week two weeks ago. Last week was our first oh, week on oh, the bye. Oh, 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 oh my
0: god! My bad, My bad. I thought it was bye week last week. Never
1: mind. Okay no, Last week was our first week back off bye. But you know, it was Tulsa, a warm up game, get back into the flow of things. Um was a trap game. I will give it that. I, I do not like bye weeks for that sole sole reason of trap games coming right out of them. But we we came off on 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 our on our feet, on our two on our two feet, on our two legs. And I, I'm hoping and by the feeling that I have, I think that Tulane that that we are going to prove to everybody why we are gonna win the AAC this week and we are going to absolutely dump on UCF.
0: Yeah, if you guys Pick up uh, a win this week. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. Pretty sure you guys are guaranteed. We need to win this M-A week, AMC and we know
1: we need Champions to win game. this week and beat SMU. You, you mean Cincy? No, SMU. We have this week is UCF. Then we play SMU. Then we play Cincy.
0: Oh shit! I I totally I forgot. There's only I I thought there was only two games left on the schedule. Okay, I was a little incorrect uh, with that statement,
1: but yeah.
0: Uh, looking good it's for gonna the be a good wave. week looking for the world wave it's gonna be now a we've been talking a lot of college football i want to quickly just talk about ohio state real quick i was going to preview some other games but fuck that we, we got to talk about the nfl i mean that shit runs the world okay real quick uh indiana at ohio state ohio state uh opening up as one last thing points. i want to say one
1: last thing i want to say by the way uh college game day fuck you we're ranked higher than texas so yeah
0: fuck game day you guys have a dying program anyway fuck you guys big noon kickoff for the win uh okay Indiana at number two, Ohio State. Ohio State forty point favorites. Um, I, I'm not even. I I have, I have no idea who the fuck plays for Indiana. I don't. I don't give a shit about anything. We're playing a three and six Indiana team. I don't even care who's on their team. Last week, Ohio State struggled to stop Northwestern's run game uh, in the first half, and they found a lot of difficulty running the ball. Okay, these problems um now i i can sit here and and lie to you and act like everything's all sunshines and dandy and i'm not concerned about it but no Everett, i'm fucking deathly fucking afraid that our run game and run defense is about to get fucking exposed on thanksgiving weekend okay i'd be lying to you if i said i wasn't deathly afraid of that happening so okay we couldn't fucking stop a northwestern run game uh, oh you're saying
1: your run defense your run defense
0: yeah. Uh, okay. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. If you're talking about
1: run game, like offense, you you only need to pass. Don't worry about the run game.
0: Well, against Michigan, we're gonna we're gonna need we're gonna need to run. You're gonna need and,
1: it, but that doesn't mean that's what you should primarily use.
0: But I mean, based off the weather last week, I mean, shit. Who knows what the weather is gonna be like in? Cl- I mean, we gotta run the ball. Who knows how bad the weather's gonna be for that game? We gotta run the ball, Everett. Okay, we gotta run the ball. Uh, but. Uh, Indiana averages 78 rushing yards a game, Everett. I want you to think about that number. If we can't hold this fucking team to under... Okay. I was going to say 50, but shit. This team doesn't deserve... They they need the benefit of the doubt. 60, okay? If we can't hold these fuckers to under 60 rushing yards...
1: Chalk this it team up.
0: is on, on life support. Life support. And th- that's really what I gotta say. uh That's that that's really what I say. Also, Indiana allows 160 rushing yards a game. We better run for 250 on that. Okay. We better run for 250. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not, you're not You're I'm not gotta get deep into that playbook. You're yeah, got yeah, deep into that playbook. Yeah, Ryan, fucking deepen up the bag, brother. Okay. That, that's all I got. uh in terms of uh, other games, any other games are kind of cool. Uh, real quick, we can go over TCU, uh, Texas. I think Texas is going to beat them by double digits.
1: I, I I agree with that. I think Texas I think gonna is going to win. Them by but I also I don't think it's going to be an easy double digits. I, digit I also I also think but that at the, TCU knows everybody is expecting them to lose or is saying they're going to lose this game. And there's one or two it ways it TCU goes. TCU a
0: dangerous team.
1: It, it either means TCU is about to obliterate Texas, and we're They'll all going to be sitting to be here. Occasion or they're going to get obliterated. There's no yeah. there's no going to OT. There's no it's a close game. No, it's either they're winning by 50 or they're losing by 50. There's no in-between.
0: Now, like, I, I can see this game being, like, tied at halftime, and then one side just fucking pulls away. I can see that. Happy. I, I feel like that's that's kind of common in Big 12 games sometimes. But I just... Now, a lot of this is a big part of me just kind of hate. I think Texas, Quinn and Ewers. I
1: think, I think Quinn and Ewers rises to the occasion. Bijan Robinson, this could be his draft stock game. Like he already, I mean, obviously people are already already he, very he, high he on him. He'll
0: be the first running back to take it, but, shit, but he might boost his way up to like top 20 or some shit. But but he that. he might make his He'd way if, if
1: if this this is the game where he can make his name and be considered yeah. one of the only running backs. Who get drafted in the first round lately, because we all know running backs are a replaceable position in the NFL. Who are
0: some of the top uh, running backs this year? You're a draft expert. Uh, which, which um, are,
1: uh, well, I, it it like it Deuce, really de- it really depends uh, on who 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 goes in the draft. But I think Deuce Vaughn and Blake Corum, Deuce, if he goes, uh, Bijan, Tra- Travion, if Travion decides to Not go, draft eligible. Bigsby, can Bigsby go?
0: I mean. Probably, but I mean, I'm under the impression that Tank Tank Bigsby just has a really cool name, and he's not not the graceful football player. I'm but just going. I'm just. I'm, I'm just really.
1: I'm just really going off of the running backs that. Get, I mean, I forgot. The, <laughs> I, I forgot the biggest name of the draft. Tajay Spears. Tajay Spears. will be oh, a day two pick, but I, I mean, oh,
0: BB Die Travis Die
1: will be yeah, Travis Die, yeah, for well, sure, Travis Die.
0: I, I I I definitely think Bijan's the clear. Oh, Jameer Gibbs. I I do think Bijan's the clear runaway number one. Running back prospect right now, but yeah, uh, I mean I, Tajay, Tajay is coming for him. I think Texas is gonna gonna get this dub. But okay, ever we we've, we've been spending them um, a healthy okay. portion on college. Football All right, so
1: this, let's get in the NFL. This past week, obviously, if you're new if you're new to to the podcast, uh, Grant and I every week uh, give our picks on who we think is going to win each game, and we track yes, we track. Our records, yes, our individual we record,
0: track the records
1: last week. Uh, basically all the games I lost were, were, were close games, not Packers. I lost that game too, but I went eight and five um, grant your record, please. Uh,
0: last week uh, in week nine, I went 11 and two. That's an 85% successful pick rate. Um, I will be so, picking first hey, this week. Hey, I mean, hey, my overall record. I am now eighty-one and fifty-five on the season. Give you have a, a eighty-nine point six percent. You
1: have an eight-game lead on me. I am seventy-three and sixty-three. Eight-game okay. lead on me. So, all right. Well, I'll hear. i I mean, I, I'm I'm giving the picks first. I'll read through the games. Um, Falcons, Panthers, Vikings, Bills, Seahawks, Bucks. Lions Bears Broncos Titans Jaguars Chiefs Browns Dolphins Texas Giants Saints Steelers Colts Raiders Cowboys Packers Cardinals Rams and Chargers 49ers
0: and Commanders Eagles Monday night
1: yes and Commanders
0: Commanders at Eagles Monday night
1: uh, I actually Carson for revenge up.
0: I have a strong uh, opinion on that game as well
1: um, Alright, so I will give I'll give I'll give my, my list. Um, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, we're not doing oh yeah, picks first and then I analyze. Yeah, go. All
1: right. Panthers, Vikings, Bucks, Bears, Titans, Jaguars, Dolphins, Giants, Saints, Raiders, Cowboys, Rams, 49ers, and the Washington Commanders.
0: Now, ugh, bold bold ass picks. Let me let me go through my picks. Okay. I got Falcons, Bucks, Vikings, Bears, Titans, Chiefs, Dolphins, Giants, Steelers, Raiders, Cowboys, Rams chargers eagles
1: (laughs) i know you don't want to take that chargers pick (laughs) you and i both know you don't want to make that chargers pick
0: now we'll we'll save we'll save what i have to say about uh about the chargers and i'll be honest my chargers segment will more so be the lens of the next two weeks rather than just this 49er game but uh okay Everett, real quick uh thursday night football falcons panthers that game fucking sucks we're not talking about that Everett, the first ever Munich game will be played this Sunday between yes. the Seahawks and Bucks. This, now, get rid of the Munich part. This was still a what the fuck game for me. But now that this game is also in Munich, this is my I don't know what the fuck will happen game of the week. Uh, in this game, the Bucks are actually two and a half point favorites. Everett, I pick the Bucks, you pick the Bucks. Why did we pick the Bucks, Everett?
1: Look, I think obviously the Seahawks are playing really well. Geno Smith's playing really well. He's a, a comeback player of the year candidate. Um, but Tom Brady is mad. You know what happens when Tom Brady's mad? Tom Brady wins. And the Bucs are going 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 to Germany. And you, you just know you just so happen this to know. might
0: be the Uh, first time brady's played the seahawks since that super bowl they would never i I think i
1: I think it might be but but also you just you just so happen to know i know for a fact if it's a game out of the country tom brady going out of the country going to that stadium oh it's going to be a buck have we ever
0: seen a foreign brady before has brady ever played overseas has he ever tossed the pigskin across the pond probably has
1: like once but i don't i don't remember it i'm i mean
0: i would I would doubt that they'd ever make Brady go overseas. So, but I don't know. Maybe. So, the Bucs, I, I kind of feel like
1: the Bucks. I just, like I can see year. the Bucks, the, the Bucks need to lock in. And I think that Tom Brady, everything's yeah. finalized now with his divorce. He's, he has only one thing to live for, and that is winning oh. a Super Bowl. It is oh. the ball. So, that's I think he's. On his mind. He Damn. might shit on the Seahawks this week, and that doesn't mean the Seahawks are bad. It just means Tom Brady's pissed the fuck off. So
0: Everett, I love all your points. Wasn't thinking about any of them when I make uh, when I made my pick, but it just reaffirms uh, my confidence in the Bucks. Everett, I am purely picking the Bucks to beat the Seahawks because I refuse to believe that the Seahawks will be seven and three and the Bucks will be four. And so I also I refuse, refuse to believe, believe that. I also I refuse, refuse to believe, to believe that. It. Uh, it makes way more sense that after this game, the Seahawks will be six and four, and the Bucks are five and five, than the Bucks being four and six and the Seahawks seven and three. That the first option made way more sense. So, Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. Uh, okay, Everett. This is the actual game of the week. Last week was my I don't know what the fuck's going on game of the week. This is the actual game of the week, Everett. Vikings at Bills. In Buffalo, Everett. Before we even talk about the game, because you are an expert on injuries, break down Josh Allen's Josh Allen Josh Allen's Ellen Look, uh, all
1: right. So, I mean,
0: if he goes out there, he'll he'll play like Allen. Yeah, uh, but I.
1: So here's the deal. Not Josh Josh not Allen's got it. a a UCL ailment. I'm not entirely sure on the extent to what the UCL is, but it is definitely bad enough to where people are concerned of how it will impact him for the rest of his career. Um, Wow, UCL UCL injuries—it's just it's precautionary in the way that they're they're talking about it. The big deal is UCL in a quarterback is much different than a UCL injury in a. In a baseball player, in a baseball player like a pitcher, it's going to require Tommy Johns. In an NFL quarterback, it's probably about a four week hiatus from playing before you can return. Josh Allen already has had a UCL energy during his NFL career. So it's not the first time he's had this bigger problem is do you, when do you do we know if it's like torn or if it's no like, it's or, it's we, we don't know the extent of it yet no, but okay. i i if it's a torn issue then tommy johnny he's going to be out for but i just yeah, by the way by the way that he out, injured actually. it by the way that quarterbacks throw by the way that just nfl is like it's probably not that and so we'll, we'll 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 see what happens but the the bigger thing is it kind of sucks for the vikings either way because if the vikings beat yeah the bills the with, josh allen, right with josh allen with oh, josh allen oh. and josh allen is hurt they're gonna be yeah, like all right just... well they're gonna be like well the vikings beat josh the bills while josh allen was hurt like they're still not good they can't be normally
0: josh allen, he he didn't injure this during the jets he had this no the he injured
1: cause... it during no he injured it oh. in the game oh, oh. um so, yeah, no, I mean, it just sucks for the Vikings because no matter what this weekend, it's it's you, you can't win, even if the Vikings do win, you can't win with the media because people are going to be like, all right, well, the Vikings beat You're your loop, Josh loop Allen actually. or they're going to be like, okay, well, they they lost to Josh Allen while he was hurt or they're going to be like, well, you beat a backup quarterback or you lost to a backup quarterback. There's no winning.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. Yes, Th- and there,
1: there
0: is, is no what? positive.
1: Bring problem. Bring the dumping on. It's nothing we aren't used to as Viking fans, as I'm sure the organization and the players. <laughs>
0: so. uh, now Everett, real quick, uh we're we're gonna react to another podcast here, real quick. Uh, Big Cat and PFT on pardon my take, they said that if the Vikings win the Super Bowl, they will both get tattoos of Kirk Cousins' face somewhere on their bodies. All uh, right, so you
1: know what? They, I'm I'm
0: they went out and said, though, that if the Vikings don't win the Super Bowl, then Vikings fans should get a tattoo of PFT and Big Cat's face uh, as like a part of a, an agreement. So Everett, what is your response to Big Cat and PFT and, and their um, proposal for you to get a tattoo of tattoo. their face if the Vikings don't win the Super Bowl? What, what, is, your, uh, what is your response to that?
1: The amount of pain and suffering I've gone through as a Vikings fan and just knowing that even if we make it to the Super Bowl, I'm going to be sitting here and I'm going to be shitting bricks because I just i I'm so used to pain and suffering. Um true. I, I, I don't know if I can if I personally can honor that side of the agreement. So I personally cannot make that bet. I oh, do know. I do know. I do know though there are definitely some Vikings fans out there that will be more than happily ob- obliged to take it on for all of us combined. They will get thousands of PF- PFT now, tattoos brother, on their body.
0: I know your brother would do this tattoo bet because he's way more of a Vikings fan than you. Yeah, but sure. hey, maybe we, can, maybe we can get you there one day. So here, here's, here's,
1: here's the big thing day. though, uh, uh, PFT um, and Big Cat. If you have to get a tattoo of Kirk Cousins' face, it better be the one with him in the Buzz Lightyear costume.
0: Oh wow! Okay, okay, all right.
1: That's the route we're going.
0: Okay. Uh, but yeah, I just want—I just want to let you know. Um,
1: I feel like the points, odds they are they not also, my, like they the, also the, kind of
0: admitted. Uh, and in my opinion, they kind of represent a little bit of public opinion. I feel like a lot of times they'll just kind of give out. Uh, sometimes what 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 the general people are kind of thinking overall about things. I feel like I agree with a lot of their things, and they were saying like. Oh shit, but the Vikings, the Vikings might actually be real. And PFT is pretty much saying, I refuse to backtrack on my take that the Vikings are ass. And he said this in like week five, they're a fraudulent team. And he's like, I refuse to backtrack on this. And it's purely because I know I'm fucking wrong. Like the Vikings are a good team. So I just wanna say, like, I, my opinion of the Vikings is a little swayed because I speak with you so much. I, I feel like I'm a little biased towards the Vikings. But to hear PFT admit like, okay, they're actually pretty fucking good. People stay. Maybe, maybe the people, public's coming a little bit. People people stay over stay
1: sleeping on the Vikings. But here's also the problem. And it is a completely new generation. It is a new team. So I expect this to never happen again. And I expect us as Vikings to. And social media has no impact. I mean, Lil' Kirko is about to nuke the shit out of uh, the next couple of teams we play. Uh, especially on primetime I'm expecting a revitalized Kirk Cousins on primetime so bring it on Um, but in years past whenever the media has started to raise up the Vikings and and believe in them and support them the Vikings have progressively played worse (laughs) and I honestly think that now with with Kevin O'Connell everything (laughs) it's only going to make them better so bring it on
0: yeah I mean that that's an interesting point uh You are kind of right. Where when the Vikings get talked up, it it does seem like it's like okay, now it's gonna go downhill. Uh, So it's actually great that you're in a lose-lose situation. It's great that you can't get hype uh, after this game, no matter what. I I guess people will label you. Will will definitely come after your throats and label you frauds if the Bills beat you with Case Keenum. Like I'm gonna warn you now. Like that will happen.
1: All but I'm gonna say is, even if beat, happen, even if but even if they beat happen, us, even it. if we, they beat us with Case Keenum, it's a it's a not only a revenge game, but it is a memories game for the Vikings for for playing against the Mir- Minneapolis Miracle duo. And if there's gonna be any backup quarterback and any wide receiver game, backup quarterback duo game. that that will beat us, it's going to be that one just because of the amount that they how matter to to the Vikings organization.
0: That's how it works. Uh, but yeah. Uh. Moving on, you got anything else on that? No. vikings Bills games or uh, no? Okay.
1: We've been yeah. rambling for a minute too. So, uh,
0: uh, okay, one thing, uh, one pick that really uh, stood out to me, Everett. Uh, Jaguars at Chiefs. Now, yes. you you said fuck it and stuck the Jags money line, Everett. I I still win Chiefs. Uh, it's it's pretty hard for me to ever pick against them. However, Everett, I think this Jags plus nine and a half spread is one of the best bets of the weekend. Uh, Chiefs play the Chargers next week in Los Angeles, okay? Right now, the Chiefs have a one-game lead over the Chargers. Essentially, Chiefs beat the Chargers uh, not this week, but next week, divisions wrapped. So this is a a bit of a look-ahead spot for the Chiefs, especially playing the 3-6 and Jags, and you guys are at home. This is a look-ahead spot for the Chiefs. This is a total look-ahead spot. Jag spread. I I can't change my picks now, but I fucking love Jag's money line. I love that. Look, pick.
1: I I I agree, and I think that this is one of those games where you immediately think like, oh Chiefs, like they're for sure gonna get it. It's a trap game. Mm-hmm. And the but Jaguars.
0: Double Jaguars
1: at some pay. point. At some are. point, the Jaguars are gonna make the turn. They've been looking like it all season. They've been looking like they were they were ready to make the turn all season. And at some point, it's going to happen. Trevor Lawrence is going to get that turn. And we're going to realize why he was the number one pick and why why the Jacksonville Jaguars took him number one. And when they make that turn, the, everybody is going to be surprised. And this is that game. The Jaguars have have had games where they've come close to being very good teams. They've been in it versus very good teams. They've had games where they've gotten dumped on by very good teams. And last week, they were down. They also
0: had a game where they they shit on my Chargers. They also had one of those.
1: Last last week, they were down extraordinarily. My
0: team getting blown out by the Jags.
1: The, the, The Jags were down like 20 points to the Raiders and came storming back and won 27-20. So if there's any momentum to ride on, it's that. And they're coming in to 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 Arrowhead Stadium and they're gonna give it to the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, I I Travis I kinda, Etienne I, I is is a, that, that key, is a huge key.
1: Is a huge key to this game.
0: I mean, he's arrived. Uh I yeah. I mean he's shown up. Uh yeah. What what else can I say? I, I love that Jags pick. Uh ever real quick. Um Browns, dolphins. Now we both pick the dolphins. Yeah, you pick dolphins.
1: We both picked the dolphins. I'm gonna be honest. I'm just gonna be honest. Oh, there's only two more games I want to get to. My computer's also about to die. Um, and we've been rambling okay, for a minute. Okay, okay, okay. I, I I think that that's easy game. Quick. Dolphins are gonna win that. I
0: I I can't bring myself to do this pick, but this is Jacoby Brissett's last start next week. Will be Deshaun Watson's first start in Cleveland. The Browns are gonna fucking upset the Dolphins, and I have zero reason for it, other than the fact that it's just gonna happen. Okay, Browns over Dolphins. Fuck it, Browns over Dolphins. Uh, Okay, uh, Everett. Quick little, quick little fun fact: Cardinals at Rams. Sean McVay has some uh, pretty impressive numbers against the Cardinals, Everett. Uh, Yes, Sean McVay. He is ten and one against the Cardinals, and he is nine one and one against the spread against Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, in his time in Arizona, Sean McVay is six and one and five one and one against the spread against. Yeah, Cliff. no, so, the, uh, Rams the Rams spread is an absolute
1: over. lock this week. Lock, lock it. Lock, up. lock. Lock it up. Lock, That's
0: the bet of the week. Lock. That's the lock of the week. Uh, Rams, 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 house. Rams, Rams, Rams. House. Rams. Okay, every right. last game, last no. game.
1: Two, two games. Uh, do you want to talk about the Chargers at all? Yeah, that was okay. my last game. That, but... There's one game I want to talk about after that, so let's go through Chargers real quick.
0: Okay, uh, Chargers-Niners. Uh, Chargers will play the Niners and then the Chiefs in back-to-back weeks on Sunday night football. The NFL just flexed our game against the Chiefs next week to Sunday night football, so you'll get back-to-back primetime games with Herbie. Uh, I have zero reason to explain this once again, Uh, but The Chargers, they just get up for big games. uh, And I guess you could say they play down to their competition, but I'll be honest, it's a little more so their average teams and they like play up to their competition. I'd say that's more so what the Chargers actually are. Um, Regardless, I'm more confident in the Chargers picking up a win against the Niners or Chiefs than I am uh, with them against like the Jaguars or the Browns. I don't know why but I'm more confident in this team against good teams than shitty teams. They just play better football against better teams. They just show up. Uh, and I'll be honest, though. Like, I, I really don't. Like, the Niners are a fucking wagon. They're coming off a bye. It's about to be CMC and Debo's debut. McCaffrey might run for 400 yards on the Chargers. Fucking awful run defense. But I'd prefer the Chargers beating the Chiefs next week than the Niners this week because... Of- CMC Debo debut we have to look I'm not gonna lie that. if the
1: Niners lose this game it's gonna be because of Jimmy Garoppolo
0: yeah yeah it's uh-huh. going to be because it Jimmy won't Garoppolo be because of the Chargers the Chargers. the Chargers won't win this game somebody on the Niners will lose this game That's how and it's going, going to be win.
1: Jimmy Garoppolo yeah so but- it's going to be an interesting game we can see how it's going to be played um but yeah I, I mean last thing I, I just I want to think say though
0: like game. the Chargers over these next two weeks I I mark my words I guarantee it they will split and go one and one at least. They will um, not okay. go 0 and two. The uh, the, la-
1: sure. the last I mean, game we- the last happening. game I want to go over. Um you had an like, like easy pick for this one. I took the upset. Uh commanders at Eagles. I'm gonna give my reasoning here.
0: Uh in my opinion, uh commander spread is a lock. The Eagles play down to their competition as well.
1: Outside of the Vikings that the Eagles shit on week two and the Vikings first away game with a new coach with a new team in a new season, literally the first away game, uh, the Eagles have played nobody of substantial value. They've played backup quarterbacks. They've played injured players. Like, I mean, they've even even then, they played primetime Kirk Cousins. It's, it wasn't Lil' Kirko. It was still primetime Kirk Cousins. So there's a difference. Um, Lil' Kirko. The, the commanders with Heineke are a completely different breed. And Heineke is... Starting. And Heineke is starting, ahead, and Heineke, for whatever reason, he is the god. He is the god butcher. He kills. He kills teams. He don't forget his first start. His first start for the Commanders playoff game versus Tom Brady. That was his first start. His first, like his second game. Second. No, no, one I remember one game that before game. That. But, but like, like he, that was like his second game, and he came in and beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. He sent Tom Brady home. Legends yeah. are made that way, and I think that if any Literally, team is time gonna time come time. is gonna come into it and beat the only undefeated team in the NFL, the Eagles aren't going sixteen and zero. I'm saying that right now, and I think if any quarterback is gonna come in and do it and show yeah. shove it seventeen and zero, Everett. Hell no, fuck hell no, hell fuck no. no, fuck no. no. If, if any team is gonna come in there and 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 show it to the Eagles and shove it down their throats, it's gonna be Taylor Heineke.
0: Division opponents.
1: What's all division opponent- about
0: divisional games, Everett? What's my everything
1: rule? is out the window? Throw
0: fucking everything out the window, okay? Throw it all out the window. That's my rule. I think some people
1: game. are going to be very surprised by the way, that the, like from what I saw last week, that the, the commanders interior defensive line can do. Oh my God. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. And now that I think so. about it, like, I-, I guess the key to stopping the Eagles really shutting down that run game and commies might be built to do that. So. I I, I like your picks a lot this week. It's going to be an interesting I like your picks a lot. Regardless, I love the spreads on all the underdogs you picked. I think all those spreads are great bets. Uh, And, yeah, Niners minus seven is such a fucking lock. Uh, But, yeah, uh, Everett, uh, you want to wrap us up? With that, thank you guys
1: so much for listening, watching. Rate us five stars. Make sure to check out our YouTube, our Twitter, and our TikTok at WaterboyPod. We are blowing up right now. Grant's got some takes live. I've got some takes live. Maybe you can catch Grant on Saturday live streaming his reactions to the Tulane game. um,
0: Live reactions
1: to the Tulane game. Make sure to listen to us on Delta, on airlines, uh, whenever you travel, put us over the PA system. Go into your local gym and ask them to play our podcast over their speaker system.
0: Okay. Okay. That's a new one. Okay.
1: Okay. Thank you guys so much for watching. Waterboys out.